Orgasmic enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. The art of the vaginal hand job, the magical vagina men will do anything for. Your vagina is meant to be strong, articulate, and highly pleasurable to both you and your partner. Pompoir is the ancient art of cultivating vaginal stroking so as to make a man ejaculate or stop him from ejaculating with the power of your vagina alone. So you have so much articulation and control of the vagina that you can consciously use and direct it. And by extension, you have so much articulation and control of your sexual energy and your sexual self that you can consciously use and direct it. And both of these things are sexual mating one in a million gold. In ancient cultures where we used to talk openly about sex and study sex as a skill, the art of vaginal control was quite commonplace. There are references found in Taoist writings, Tantra, Arabic culture that they called it the velvet grip or kabaza. And in modern times, the vernacular term is voodoo pussy, a la Luke's story. <laughs> so he was talking about being with his guy friends and them like talking about say a new woman is like, she's got a voodoo pussy. So what is a voodoo pussy? So it would be a vagina that is very self-aware, self-actualized and has ultimate control. So you're using the vaginal muscles, your PC muscles to stimulate the cock. You can clutch and grip the cock, rhythmically stroking it as though with your hand. You can suck it and release it with your vaginal muscles. You can learn to squeeze and isolate different regions of the vagina so that you exert pressure on one area whilst not exerting pressure on the other. And yes, without any movement of the hips, you could bring a man to orgasm or prevent him from ejaculating all with perfect control of your internal muscles. So this concept of vaginal sentience, you know, you can say separate the left side of your vagina from the right, the top from the bottom, from the middle, just the way that you can separate and move all of your five fingers independently. Your vagina can also do this. I know it might seem crazy, but this is the truth. And it just tells you how far we've gone from a fully self realized and functioning vagina to very numbed out, flabby, wasted away, you know, no kind of internal intelligence type vaginas. And obviously having a very sentient and aware vagina is going to be much more pleasurable for the woman and her partner than typical passive sex. And yet most women have very numb vaginas and so they're quite passive. So 
when you think about having your hand and you hold your hand out so you don't move it you're just holding it out there and someone can come along and stroke it and touch it and you can feel things with that hand and then imagine that you start to squeeze your hand you curl your fingers inside you jiggle them around you move them left and right so the first is the average vagina <laughs> and the second is a much more turned on strengthened connected vagina and it's really the same thing where you can isolate all these different sections of the vagina you have conscious awareness of them and power you feel power you feel very conscious confident and connected to that part of your body. So not only do you notice the difference in sex because you can now feel something in your previously numbed out unconscious vagina, but your partner will feel it. So I tell a story where I, this was last year on my Bali retreat and I taught vaginal kung fu, the egg practice, the yoni egg practice to my to the female partners of the male whatever the couples and in the morning and then by that afternoon they went to have sex with their partners and by dinner time the male partners were talking about how they could feel the difference in their female partners vaginas so in having this kind of control you become the pussy that is not soon forgotten the pussy that haunts you <laughs> because as you tune into and fully inhabit your vagina and own your sexuality you transform into a different person you become a more confident person more open you no longer subsist in the shadows of sexual shame and now that you know how much pleasure your vagina can give you you seek out that pleasure you become a woman who radiates sensual confidence and power and it's something that you wear and it's tangibly felt by everyone around you and this is what I refer to as the well-fucked glow and it magnetizes men women opportunities cash to itself because everyone can feel that energy and they just want to be close to it so their whole lives men have struggled and coerced women to get sex and so they're so used to the idea that they have to talk a woman into sex they have to almost manipulate a woman into sex because women are given this message that if they have sex too easily or if they're thought to enjoy sex and get too much pleasure out of it then they're sluts there there's this whole madonna whore dichotomy that women still it's still so present in our culture and not just women fight against it men do because we've all been bred and had this thing imprinted upon us growing up if you've ever any you know wherever there's remnants of Christianity around, you're going to feel that taboo still shining down upon you. <laughs> um, so women are trained to hold back and to feel like they don't enjoy sex that much because they're going to be judged if they do and to certainly never really acknowledge that they enjoy it that much because they're at great risk for being shamed in a massive way. And so the woman learns to hide those reactions and then the man has to play this role of I made her do it. So I think one of the reasons why Fifty Shades of Grey was so popular and became this archetypal thing was that in the whole BDSM realm, 
the man is telling the woman or the dominant, you know, in this case, the man, often the man is telling the woman or the submissive what to do. You must do this. Oh, okay. I'll do this. So it's like, I have nothing, nothing against, I actually think BDSM is a really great tool to use in intimacy and sexuality. However, it's also a really convenient way for better, for worse, for women to not have to fully own their sexual desire and to take that responsibility out of them for seeking pleasure, doing wild things doing crazy things that they're afraid they could be labeled for and it's taken out of their hands where someone's told them to do it and look however you get there in a way is good so if that's your method to getting there to a place of having more sexual expression and permission so be it but you know, ultimately, we want to have a woman who is in full command of her sexuality and she shares it freely. And to find a woman like that is a goddamn miracle. And so no one can compete with that. If you are this woman and your vagina is this perpetually turned on, wet, welcoming entity, no one can come close to that because it's so rare in the world for a woman to actually be embodying this kind of energy. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this very high profile couple in the media going through an extremely expensive divorce. And my friend was obsessed with this whole scenario. And part of the reason she was so obsessed is because the man is thought to be leaving his wife for this other woman. And she was like, I don't know what he sees in this woman. Like, I have no skin in this game. I'm just relating this because there's a there's a theme. <laughs> there's a moral to this story that I want to share. So she had been talking to another friend of hers trying to figure this out. And she the friend said, well, I bet that she lets him fuck her up the ass. <laughs> Like at first, I just laughed like, oh, how ridiculous. And then I went, actually, hang on a second. Like there's some truth to this because whether this is true or not, I have no idea. But it started this conversation that led to a very profound concept, which is the idea of a woman who fully gives herself sexually and genuinely. She's not for sale. She's not using sex as a manipulative tool. She's not doing it out of duty or because, oh, it's that once a week time, or this is what you do when you're married, or she just wants to stop her partner from badgering her. No, 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 no. This woman is genuinely, truly in control and loves her sexuality. She loves to have sex. And she is a magnificently rare thing and a man will do pretty much anything for that woman so we hear of these legendary stories throughout history like Cleopatra or Helen of Troy the vagina that launched a thousand ships like the phrase is actually the face that launched a thousand ships but I would say it's probably more like the vagina that launched a thousand ships which is the sexually available and awakened woman. So this woman fully owns the fact that she's a sexual being and pretty much everything is okay. Oral sex, anal sex, energy sex, BDSM sex, like she's open. She's willing to go for it. And this isn't because she's violating her own boundaries. Like I always encourage people, whatever, tune into yourself and whatever boundaries you have, you communicate them. But let's say that this is a woman 
who is fully comfortable with all of these aspects of sexuality and exploration, and she gives and shares that freely. And her self-worth is not dependent upon the judgment of other people, whether it's people who might judge her for what she does, or even her partner's potential judgment. It doesn't matter because she's transcended and she's reached that place, which is what I say is one of the major hallmarks of coming into well-fucked womanhood, where you've really owned your sexual energy is you don't give a shit what anybody else thinks of you. You really don't. You're operating from your own moral and sexual and energetic compass. And that is your true guide in the world, not other people's opinions of what you do and who you are. And again, that quality is highly, highly attractive and magnetic. So you're not just magnetizing, as I've said many times, men or partners into your life, it's everything. Like people in general really pick up on the fact that you're this open, welcoming entity and not just in the vagina, but like your whole aura starts to radiate this openness, this attractiveness, this generosity of spirit. And it all permeates through these different layers of your life as opposed to an underfucked or poorly fucked or you know, not, not having good gourmet sex type woman who's shut down, becomes bitchy, naggy, angry, much like our um, Fukme Award of the Week, which happened last week. You can go back to the episode on SOS, Save Our Reproductive Organs, to hear all about that. But that's the, the, the opposite quality is a very contracted, angry, um, shut down, miserable kind of energy. And again, as I've said before, this can exist in women and in men. It's not just relegated to women, but we just happen to be talking about women at the moment. So there's an interesting idea that I've heard repeated in many spiritual circles that women, it's a woman's job spiritually speaking, to lead a man home to God. So despite the fact that in modern day churches, we often see, or pretty much always see, men as being the gatekeepers, right? They're the priests, they're the main head honchos, they're like the doorway to get to God. And yet this archetypal idea that's embedded in many different practices and cultures and spiritual paths around the world is that the feminine is what actually takes the masculine into the deeper spiritual mysteries. And if you think about it, it's the the vagina is this gateway, right? That's the actual gatekeeper between the other worlds, between life and death is the vagina, is actually the cervix. But you know, she is that vehicle. And so the idea that, you know, on this grand archetypal level, if a woman is truly in touch with that energy in herself, you know, she becomes like this massive magnet that just brings people, brings men, brings this energy towards her because they're all seeking to go home, like the way we're all seeking to go home to God. So the beautiful microcosm of the vagina that is lit and awakened the woman who is truly sexually free and open, is fully orgasmic, has cervical G-spot squirting, anal nipple orgasms, is that this translates into all parts of her life. And so it's the microcosm of what your vaginal sentience, strength, power, awareness is that then infuses itself into every other part of your life. And I always say that 
all women are capable of reaching these areas. So all women can have these different vaginal orgasms. All women can have this kind of sexual confidence and power. All women can become this one in a million if they actually do the internal work, the deep penetrating internal work that is especially accomplished by a yoni egg, having a vaginal jade egg practice. So as you develop more vaginal sentience, you activate the different reflexology zones in the vagina. So in according to Taoist sexual reflexology, the vagina is this beautiful map of all kinds of different pressure points that correspond to different organs and different emotions according to the Chinese medical system. And so as you get more aware, you get more stimulated and pressure, power, strength in these different regions, you're actually balancing yourself on this whole psycho emotional and even physical level this is the best acupressure treatment you could ever have <laughs> and then because these things are connected to these emotional expression as well you're also balancing on this very deep emotional level too and so your level of sexual feeling and depth and emotional experience all of these things grow and expand as you gain much more proficiency power strength confidence and sensation in the vagina so the more agile that you become in all of these regions in your vagina. So for example, the cervix in the woman is connected to the heart point and also to the vagus nerve in the woman, which is considered to be the spiritual nerve in the body. It goes all the way up to the crown chakra. And so this is why cervical orgasms are so vital for women because it connects them to their source. It connects them to spirit, to their highest state of consciousness via your vagina, via your cervix. And the more powerful you become in all of these areas and you become, you have that self-awareness, the more likely then you are to have all of these different orgasms. So what typically prevents them is some kind of trauma and stuckness, as Wim Hof likes to say, the issues in our tissues and sort of the storage of old tension, trauma, negative experiences that get lodged in the vagina, in the cervix, and when they're unhealed and unprocessed, then they lead to issues. So the, the most benign of your issues would be having a numb vagina. The most you know severe would be having body parts that eventually get removed because you're so disconnected from them. And so, you know, literally it leads to that an energetic disconnection leads to them being actually cut out, cut off from the body. So that's why conscious movement and activation and the connection of all these areas is so vital. This is how we bring out the darkness of whatever we have going on that's stored in there, bring them out into the light to be healed and transformed. So you have to truly own these parts of yourself to become your whole self. And this is the whole ballad of the well-fucked woman is how much you truly own and occupy all of these areas of yourself and your whole. You've taken all of these compartmentalized sections of your being and you've integrated them. You own them and you've confronted your own de demons. There's no part of yourself that you don't know that you haven't tried to look at and are courageous enough to face. So you own your whole self and your sexual self is such a massive, massive part of this because you're operating at a deficiency if you don't have it. 
and this beautiful metaphor for life and sexual passivity. So if your vagina is just a lie there and take it kind of vagina, you're probably a lie there and take it kind of person. And if you're becoming much more, and I see this all the time, every single day in my work, the more that you become an, um, you become in charge of your own sexual direction and expression, you get more sensitivity, more feeling, more power, more strength in your vagina. Like even the idea of urinary incontinence, that's leakage, right? So it actually is an energetic leakage because you're so weak in the pelvic floor and so disconnected from your vagina and your sexuality that you're leaking energy and that then manifests as a physical expression as leaking urine right? And so when you tighten up down there, and the only reason I use the word tight, I don't usually use the word tight, probably shouldn't even use it at all, um, because it's not really accurate, but let's say strengthen up your PC muscle. I guess tighten is good in the sense that it's creating this net, but I usually don't, to clarify here, I don't usually use the word tight vagina or that phrase because it's a misnomer. We don't really want a tight vagina. We want a strong, supple, activated vagina, but I guess we could say tighten up the pelvic floor so that it actually does what it's meant to do, which is seal in energy. It becomes an energetic seal, which then extends to this metaphor of being in control of your sexual energy, of your sexual power, because you're conscious of it. Otherwise, people are disconnected, they're unconscious, and then these things feel like they're out of their control, right? Like they have no ability to control the flow of urine because they're actually peeing their pants on a regular basis. And unfortunately, the statistics on this for women are so insanely high that we know this is happening much more often than not. You know, it's more like it's 60 plus percent of women struggle with this. And the ones who haven't are probably just younger and haven't had it happen to them yet. Pretty much every woman over a certain age, and especially those who've had children, have issues with urinary incontinence if they haven't done any vaginal strengthening. So the whole point is that when you wake up the vagina, it becomes this seat and center of consciousness in the woman. And so when you have a vagina that can actually give a hand job, it can activate all these different sections of itself to move, squeeze, stroke, suck, <laughs> push, that is a one in a million millionaire, incredible, launched a thousand ships type vagina. And that is your holy grail of vaginas because that's then going to become a vagina that has an increased libido. It has vaginal orgasms. It has lubrication like nobody's business. It ejaculates and its outer expression in life, it starts to take what it wants. Instead of being passive and just lying there to receive whatever gets given to it, it goes out into the world and it starts to take what it wants. It creates its life. It directs its energy out into the universe. And of course, once you amplify your sexual energy and power, you amplify your creative power. And so now you have all this great raw material to work with of your sexual orgasmic creative energy. And then you can literally just start to pump it and infuse it out into your life and create much more powerfully and confidently the life of your dreams, literally the life of your dreams. And so one of the biggest techniques that I have for women to work with this is, of course, the jade yoni egg. So the egg goes inside the vagina. Because it's small enough, it can go into different sections of the vagina, and then you can focus on enlivening and bringing that sensation back to these individual sections in the vagina. 
and then strengthening them and of course the way that I work with the egg is always mind body spirit and so yes I guide women in these mp3 you know muscle building exercises in the vagina but we also do plenty of internal energetic emotional spiritual work so I work with guided visualization clearing energy and blockages from trauma from negative experiences in the vagina and then connecting to the see the power I teach women exercises to actually take that energy and then use it and direct it out into the world just the way I said that so that you become this creative birthing entity remember if you're not creating babies with your sexual energy then you ought to be creating your whole life as this canvas as this beautiful art project where you can do anything that you want and it starts in your conscious woke lit and activated vagina all right, so speaking of lit vaginas, let's talk to one right now. Well fucked all stars. Welcome, Aubrey. Hi, how are you? It's great to have you here, Ms. Well Fucked Woman. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Who are you? I am a holistic health coach and I'm a chef and I am an educator and a podcaster and a teacher. Um, I'm all of these things that are all about like, um, coming back into your body and having this embodied experience within the world and within your spiritual sense. Um, so yeah, it's me. Fabulous. So let's talk about your sexual journey. So when you came into this work of looking more at your sexual self and doing some of the salons and working with the jade egg, what are some of the most, the biggest differences that you noticed in your growth and your transformation? Yeah. Um, I think what's so interesting to me is like, that's, it's not even just about like the sexual piece and you get into this with your salons so well. Like I came into the salons after being on a 10 year hiatus of doing like really anything that was creatively fed. Um, and within my work in the salons, like I deepened this experience within my own sexuality and like, um, reconnecting with my vagina and with my ovaries and with my womb and really embodying that, but also using that as this catalyst and as this source and as this cauldron for fire to engage of like being creative, using my intuition in ways that had been really closed off for quite some time. That's amazing. And so how would you connect your expansion of your sexual energy with your creativity? Because I see that you've talked about starting up a painting practice that you had put down for like 10 years. So because mm-hmm. I talk a lot about that, you know, about yep. that as creative sexual energy or orgasmic energy is something that we funnel out into the world, into our projects, into our lives. And so what was that correlation for you? It really like launched me into the career that I'm currently in, honestly, doing this work where um, I had disconnected for some time from the relationships that I was in with just uh, being fully embodied in my sexuality. And as I deepened that work within the jade egg and I returned to sensations and I returned to like just listening to what my vagina was saying at any point in time that it equally like at the same time elicited and created all of this momentum of 
oh, my intuition's saying this. Oh, when I go into this place or when I'm painting or when I'm writing, like, I feel it just as juicy. I feel just as sexually alive as if I were with a partner or if I were with myself. So you're wearing that sexual energy, like you've recirculated right. in your body and now you're radiating that as a creative vitality. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I've heard you talk about how you went from like a 10% awareness of your vagina and your sexual energy to 90%. So describe mm -hmm. that. I think, you know, like as women, and you've talked about this in the salons, like I was really raised under that, um, in that sexual like conundrum of like, oh, my only role as a female is to just like hand over my body. That if I get an orgasm out of the deal, it's probably going to be collateral and it's probably just going to be like, that's good enough rather than like this really embodied experience of having cervical orgasms, um, and using that as from a tr transcendent place. And so through the salons, that it really woke up my ability to connect with my vagina, with my clitoris, with my uterus, with my cervix. Like I was able to actually embody and, and really associate myself with them as not only organs, but also as energies where I had really disconnected for quite some time just to give pleasure to my partner and not really being willing to receive that, which is so much more than about what your work does outside of just like awakening the vagina. That's a really good observation that women are really bred to just be that, to serve mm -hmm. over their sexuality as an adjunct to themselves. Like they're just, and you know, that's actually what the etymology of the word vagina means. It means an, a, a sheath for a man's mm -hmm. sword, right? So it's not even defined as its own entity. It's in relation to something else and someone else. And so that's beautiful to have that awareness and then to shift out of it, to really claim it for yourself. And you know, I often say if a person isn't operating from their sexual energy and their sexual power, they're operating at a deficiency. Yeah, absolutely. I would see that. I think I saw that all the way across the board. Like I was deficient in creative energy. Like all my relationships felt very superficial, even financially. Like it's all interlinked as you explore in all of your salons. So the financial piece, like you talked about attracting things into your life, like a trip overseas, mm -hmm. the career that you've shifted into, how would you describe that process? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it goes back to what we were just talking about with how I had operated under this belief that I was just supposed to provide pleasure for other people. And this is like the system, the patriarchy, right, where I was working in jobs that it was just there to serve as a purpose for other people's like missions and goals. And I was withholding my voice. I was withholding my intuition and my reclamation of my own personal power. And as I was doing the work within the salons and using the Jade egg and coming into like that awareness of, Oh, when I'm really fed, like I, I, I throb, I pulse, like I, I can feel wetness. Like I am really like vivacious and all of a sudden, like I started using my voice more. I started working with people on reclaiming their bodies, on um, reclaiming their overall health. I, it was starting to be offered jobs overseas, trips overseas, money started to come in, clients were coming out at me. And it was really like, at, the more I deepened my practice into my own self, I was equally met with um, the universe and opportunities 
marking it and mirroring that the work are completely intertwined. You said something that I really love, which is my vagina now pulsates with things that are exciting, essentially sexually, career, creativity, all of these things are in alignment so that you're actually getting a response physically in your body. So when you're excited about something creatively or an opportunity or something, some kind of experience, you actually get kind of like a sexual barometric response in yourself. Yeah, it's a beautiful tool. I mean, you know, like people use tarot decks and pendulums and all of these <laughs> other tools. And I'm like, I've got my my tool in between my legs. We're good to go, right? Like it really has become a tool where I'm like, oh, there is energy there. There is vivacity there. There's something that is going to light me up and turn me on and keep me a, a lit here. And it's a beautiful thing that has been awoken just merely from doing the work that you provide. So it becomes this thing that you can wear and feel into and use as an intuitive divining rod, whether mm -hmm. you are single or in a partnership. Completely. And it's been, I've woven in and out of relationships with others and relationship with myself. But the work that I've done through your salons has really laid the groundwork of it doesn't matter if I have a partner or not, I can still be incredibly well fucked. And I mean that in all well meanings of the term of creatively, financially, um, opportunistically, like all of the ways that you can be well fucked are capable of whether or not like I've been with somebody or not. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe like the physical sensation differences in your anatomy, in your vagina since working with the jade egg? I think working with the jade egg really helped to open up. There are some um, practices that you go through and it works with the muscular system of, um, the vagina and even filling into the cervix. And I was really numb. Like I had your, I was your typical like ovarian issues, right? Like I had that type of disconnection where I was like, Oh, I can feel my clitoris and that's good. But whether or not I have a G spot orgasm or a cervical or orgasm that might be for other people. And so using the Jade egg really helped me tune into the sides of the walls the muscles as they're built up at the entrance of the vagina and then as they move up closer to the cervix, like being able to actually inhabit them, feel them, and um, command them in a lot of ways. So you become sexually self-realized within your vagina, right. vaginally self-realized. Which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> and translates out into the rest of your life. And you mentioned that this increase in confidence really gave you a greater understanding of your worthiness and your depth, which is a beautiful vagina metaphor. Absolutely. That the, you know, the womb and the word of the yoni and like, it's just, it has created this opportunity to dive into my depths and to get out of relationships, to get out of work, to get out of societal constraints where I once have come to them because I thought that was what was expected to me, to now be like, that doesn't light me up, that doesn't make me pulse, that does not make me wet, I don't do those things. I live in an orgasmic current. That's incredible. I love yeah. how you just described that. See, that's vaginal, sexual, creative energy, poetry in motion. Absolutely. <laughs> so what about your vagina as this sentient, physical, articulating entity? What would you say about that? I would say that um, 
she's got like a life of her own and <laughs> she is very strong willed at that manner. I've had uh, many of partners, especially with like the pulsating and the gripping um, and that vaginal hand job piece, right? Like it, it has come up in conversation where they have been like, Oh, that's a problem because of the fact that there is such strength there that you can easily pull off the condom. If you are paying attention. <laughs> uh, so that would be like the disclaimer of it is that there's a, such an embodiment there, right? Like there's such strength that I never knew could exist. Um, and I think it's like this, it's, it is this pulling, it's this channeling. It's like this, uh, grabbing for that, which will bring me closer to, um, deliverance, unfolding, uh, ascension, all of those things. I love it. Such beautiful yeah. metaphors. And yeah. I love your vagina's like, get rid of that condom, bitch. I'm going to feel this. I love it too. <laughs> you come up in the conversation where I'm like, yeah, well, you just write a thank you note to Kim. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> wonderful. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for being here. And remember to leave a rating and a review and share it with a vagina you know who needs love. Vaginal Kung Fu, my signature eight-week Get a Legendary Vagina Salon, starts this week. Learn how to use the Yoni Egg, give your man a hand job with your vagina, and gain full mastery over your vaginal and sexual self. You can sign up for that at kiminami.com slash vaginal kung fu. 